Hey, Amy, get over here. You got to see this. What is it? Is it finally happening? It's happening. It's happening. They're hatching. Come over here. <gasps> oh, oh, my God. I can't wait. Oh, my God. It's been so long that Henrietta's been sitting on these eggs. Good job, Henrietta. She really is quite the egg sitter. I know. Her ass is so warm, oh. and these eggs are ready to crack. I can't wait to see these little baby chicks. Oh, wait. I see one poking out. Oh, my God. I see a little beak. Come on. Oh, it's you so slimy. It. Look at you. Oh, you're doing it. Oh, my God. Amy, it's out. And look who it is. It's Sydney H. Sydney H, you cute little chicky. Hi, you welcome. Precious. Oh, wait, is that another one getting ready to hatch? Oh, my God. I think it is. Oh, oh. I see it. This one's struggling a little bit. Should we help it? No. If it can't make it out, it doesn't deserve to live. That's true. That's true. You better get out of here, Alex S. <gasps> here, here they come, Alex S. Oh, you're doing it. Oh, that was hard, but you did it. You, you, you did persevered. It. We won't kill you this time. See, and we empower you by not helping you, and you're that's better right. for it. Welcome to the world, Alex, and welcome to the Patreon. Wait <laughs> a second. Oh, <gasps> Amy, are you seeing what I'm seeing? It's moving. The golden egg. Oh my God, this I is think, it. I think the golden egg might finally be ready to hatch. <gasps> oh, okay. It's wiggling. Now it's jiggling. <laughs> now it's twiggling. Oh. <laughs> I see a crack. Oh, I see a little tiny, tiny little finger poking out. Weird. The light coming from it is blinding. Ah! Ah! <laughs> oh my God. Ow! Oh! I'm putting Jesus. my sunglasses on. Shwish, shwish. Put your sunglasses on. I did. I did. Okay. 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 Here it comes. <gasps> wow. The music. It's drawing me in. There it is. <gasps> it's out. It's out of the egg and it is Mercedes M. Wow. Another yearly Patreon. Just hatched out of a yearly golden egg. Welcome, Mercedes. Welcome, Sydney. Welcome, Alex. And especially welcome, Mercedes. Welcome to the world, you little babies. And welcome to the Patreon. We're so glad we didn't have to eat you for breakfast. <laughs> Yet. Yet. We'll see. We'll, we'll see how the winter is. And we'll plump you up real good and we'll see how we feel then. But Right. In the meantime, welcome. Bok, bok. Bok, bok. Blink, blink, ding, bling. Ding, 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 Welcome! Welcome to Ho Yeah Podcast. Hello, Amy. How are you? Oh, hello, Jackie. I am great. I'm happy to be back. How are you? I'm doing okay. Yeah. I I'm doing fine. I'm happy to be back too. And Amy just had to 
as soon as we got on, um, we're recording over Zoom. And as soon as I saw her face on the computer, I just started crying because oh. I've been so stressed out with work and everything. And she talked me down, which I really appreciate. So I just want to say thank you to Amy and and thank you to everyone for bearing with us. I know like we haven't been able to put an episode out uh, the past couple weeks because it's just been such an unbelievably crazy time mm-hmm. and so busy and and oh my gosh I I do apologize for that but I appreciate every how nice everyone has been about it and yeah oh my god so we're back for now happy to be back <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> we'll we'll see what happens in the next couple of weeks here no promises uh no I well you know it's one of those things Jackie it's like when when you're on the edge and you think you're doing okay and then somebody just goes hey how are you and you're like Oh my god. <laughs> Not good. <laughs> I know. I thought I was doing okay when I woke up this morning. I was a little bit edgy. I, I keep having moments where my heart starts racing. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, I've been okay. And then right before we started recording, I was trying to find the charger for my uh earbuds and I couldn't find it. And I just broke down sobbing. Mm. Yes. <laughs> I, it, it is oh god. It's like the just the littlest, the straw that breaks the camel's back, and you're just like, where the fuck is my charger? Everything! <laughs> my life is falling apart! Aww. Uh, no, but I, I'm very glad we're back, and, you know, thank you again to everybody for being so kind. So many sweet, like, words of... I don't know, encouragement and understanding. We made an Instagram post that just said, hey, we need a break. We are burnt the fuck out uh, and we just need a little bit of time. So again, thank you everybody for understanding and hopefully we'll (laughs) be able to keep it rolling. But, you know, we got a ton of backlog uh, episodes. We've got tons of mini-sodes, all sorts of fun stuff that if you, if this ever happens again, please (laughs) just go ahead and check them out again. All right? Yes. Yes. The backlog. The so. backlog. <laughs> yeah. uh, yes, but again, thank you, everyone. I think that's my shout out this week is just to all of the kind and understanding messages we've gotten. This is one of my favorite things to do every week, and I hate that my regular job is getting mm. in the way of it, and mm-hmm. it pisses me off so much. It's like this is one of the few pleasures I have right now, and right. now I can't even haven't been able to focus on that. So I just, I miss everyone and I miss this and I just want to get back to it already. (laughs) Well, we're here now and I, I understand that too. So basically what I'm saying, what we're saying is we need at least a hundred more people to join our Patreon so we can both quit our jobs. Please, (laughs) Just come on, just join. I mean, just do it. Just $10 a month, that's all you got to do, and then we can quit, and we can just pump out so much material, and ugh, it'll be wonderful. I even thought about creating an OnlyFans where I just sensually pack lunch. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I told her, I was like, just wear a, a, a moderately low-cut shirt and aggressively make sandwiches so that there's like a lot of jiggling going on, right. and that's right. all you have to do. And then after you're done, there'll be a second tier where I stomp all over the sandwich right barefoot yes i think we could make somebody's gonna pay for that absolutely i think that i mean it's a brilliant idea and we need to jump on this before one of you guys steal it from us (laughs) 
Uh, they're not going to be able to. They don't have our feet. That's. <laughs> they don't have my lunch making skills either. Not at all. I can make a sandwich or- like a son of a bitch. <laughs> And when you uh, when you showed me what you were thinking about doing uh, your sandwich making, you were pantomiming making a sandwich, but you also had like a really intense, aggressive, like looking face. <laughs> and that's something only you could bring to sandwich making. So let them try. <laughs> I wish you would. <laughs> oh, all right. Anyway, yeah, I would agree that my shout out is also going to be thank you to everybody. And and honestly, there was like a lot of like really sweet messages and emails too, not even just comments on our Instagram. So truly thank you for understanding. It feels, you know, feel kind of guilty having to stop, you know, and but we needed it. We just we just needed it. So again, thank you everybody. Super stoked to be back. Keep an yeah. eye out for our OnlyFans of aggressive lunch making and sandwich stomping. Yes, and if you would be interested in watching us make and stomp on sandwiches, let us know. If you'd like <laughs> to watch us make and stomp on other foods, we'd be more than happy to hear what your suggestions might be. So mm-hmm. let us know, and and if it, you know you you pitch us an idea, and we'll do our best to stomp on it. <laughs> Just like my mom. (laughs) She's real good at stomping on ideas and dreams. No, I'm kidding, mom. (laughs) All right. So let's let's do this. Let's get into it because holy shit, this is a biggity wiggity. I'm ready and I don't want to fuck around anymore. I just want to get to the king of the hill. It's been so long. (laughs) Oh, I know it. All right. Look, everyone, we're doing it. We're finally doing it. We we edged you for as long as we could with these two, this double header. We've got a double dong of an episode's episode (laughs) coming up. (laughs) And we edged you and we edged you. And now we're finally going to let you release. Oh, wait, hold hold it in just a second longer. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding, you bitch. (laughs) You cack. (laughs) You disgusting worm. All right, yes. Uh, Just speaking of edging, I Mm. recently, for anyone who's on TikTok, I recently just stumbled upon a whole new area of TikTok called Lawn Talk. And it's just all videos of people caring for their lawns. And there was one that was so satisfying. It was just a guy edging his lawn. (laughs) I've never seen anything so relaxing and satisfying. So I definitely want to share that video. But I feel like lawn talk, if Hank was going to ever be into TikToks, my God, this is perfect. Perfect for him. I guess perfect for him or any lawn-loving dad type. Yeah. That that would be the video that Bobby shows him to make him understand how good TikTok is. Oh, yeah. Well, maybe this TikTok isn't so bad. T- he would call it TikTok, probably. <laughs> maybe this TikTok isn't so bad after all. Huh. <laughs> anyway, I just wanted to talk about uh, uh, lawn talk and edging, and that's it. So now, uh, sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> you can release now. We'll get to the and, and release. <laughs> All right. We are talking about high anxiety. Part one of a double header. 
a mid-season cliffhanger. I thought this was called Hanky Panky. Motherfucker. It is It is called Hanky Panky. I was I looking so at the next scared. episode. <laughs> I was looking at the next episode note. <laughs> we haven't done this in a while, so a little rusty. <laughs> Let's run it back. Okay. We're talking about Hanky Panky. <laughs> Part one of a doubleheader. <laughs> yes. Mid-season cliffhanger. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. What a what a way to shake things up. Um, so yeah, let's get into it, huh? Yeah. All right, here we go. All of Hank's hard work and dedication to gas is finally paying off. He and the family and coworkers and other propane salesmen in the uh, Arlen city limits, probably proper other, yeah, other places too, whatever. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) they are all in attendance of the Texas Propane Dealers Association Award Show. Hank is receiving the Blue Flame of Valor Award. Oh, I love, I love the idea of uh, jobs just incorporating awards. Yeah. Like award events. Yeah, I think we should all do it. I've never had a job where there have been like, all right, every year we give out awards and everyone dresses up and we like cater it and everything, you know. That would be awesome. Yeah, very cool. Even if they're just silly awards, you know. Oh, I'm more than half. If it's catered, I'm going. (laughs) 100%. (laughs) So everybody is at this big gala at the awards ceremony. And right before Hank uh, goes up to accept his award, we see Buck come in, fashionably late, of course, with Debbie Grund, who yeah. is smoking hot. A real smoke show. Real smoke show. I mean, that dress, come on. Hello. Oh, it's cut all the way down to her belly button, showing off her incredible sternum and knockers. I know. Side boob, front boob. Middle side boob. Middle the side. rarest boob. The rarest boob of all, killing it. She is slamming. Obviously, Buck is very proud of himself. And poor and, and silly Hank, oh, sweet, innocent Hank, is just like, well, I would think that she could have found a, a date instead of Buck, but that's very sweet of Buck to bring bring Debbie because poor thing couldn't find a date. Because she couldn't find a date. Oh, right. you baby, you little oh, baby. You Hank. naive, you naive idiot. Hank. Oh. <laughs> so. Clearly, Debbie is, you know, pumping Buck's gas. <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to make a. I'm trying to make a gas joke. It's not working. Anyway, she, it is working. That's what you you painted a picture. <laughs> she is wiping his tank from top to bottom, <laughs> front to back, side front to side, side to side. Anyway, Debbie is fucking Buck. So. But Hank goes up to accept his award, and again, silly Hank. He dedicates the award to Buck Strickland. He's just, oh, sweet Hank. Instead of his hard work, instead of Hank being like a really good salesman and loving propane, uh, he starts to do this whole presentation with, even, and Peggy even has one of those old school projectors that we all had, and I, I love oh. it. Like She has to put the one, the film down, and then one on top of it, and then another oh. for each letter. So good. Love it. Would kill to have one of those, except I have no idea what I'd do with it. But oh, love those. Yeah, just to have one. To turn yeah. off all the lights and hear that motor humming. Oh, 
Mm-hmm. Bring you bring you right back. Romantic. Sexy. <laughs> oh. So Peggy starts, and he what Hank is doing, he's doing like this. I don't even know what it's called, but he's the B stands for balls. Uh or no, he's starting with yeah. Strick, Strickland. The S stands for <laughs> sexy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway, so he starts doing this, you know, S is for Samsonite, uh, T is whatever, <laughs> but, and then all of a sudden we hear him say, and I is for, and we hear in the background, Jackass! <laughs> and who is it? It's Ms. Liz. Ms. Liz. Buck's wife. And Hank is so confused. He's like, Jackass doesn't even start with I. That's not even the right letter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Hank. And and Miss Liz, you know, okay, granted, she has every right to be fucking furious and to and to throw a fit and to like embarrass Buck. However, this is Hank's moment. Okay. He's finally, finally getting an award. And she's just like, how dare you to Buck? She's and she's yelling. She's like, how dare you bring this hussy? around here in front of all of our friends and family members and, you know, members of the community that we're a part of. You just are insulting me to the highest degree. And how dare she, she's, is, are those my mother's pearls around her neck? I mean, so this is she it. should not be surprised because Buck was fully ready to abandon her during the potential Y2K apocalypse. I mean, he took Debbie to the yes. desert, not Miss Liz. I know. Right. And I was just, Good point, because I thought this is an event where, like, friends are at and, like, business associates and everything. Why wouldn't he bring his wife? Like, I get that you have a mistress. Yeah. But to bring the mistress instead of the wife to, like, a big business event just seems like the most brazen, dumbass thing to do. Yeah. uh, It's one thing to be, like, a little open about it at work. Or even just to, like, be taking Debbie to quiet little secluded, like, restaurants for, like, romantic dinners. But to just straight up, like, in a, a gala where half of their Christmas card is in attendance. And right. probably they're taking pictures and, and all that stuff. I mean, it is brazen. It is. But it that's is. our buck. That's, that is our fucking buck. All right. Fucking buck. So Miss Liz just goes off. She's like, that's it. We're done. Expect to hear from my lawyer soon. Mm-hmm. Good for her. Mm-hmm. Next day at Strickland Propane, Buck is in full, like, freak-out mode. He is in, he's in, he's, he is in, uh, save all my assets mode, because Miss Liz is coming for my junk, and I have no defense, because mm-hmm. I was literally making out with this woman in front of hundreds of people. Yeah. <laughs> Just full-on making out. Ew. Yeah. God. In front of everyone. Come on. Anyway. So he says to Hank, hey, give me whatever cash you have in your wallet. And Hank just gives him money. And oh. Buck writes down, congratulations, you own Sugarfoots now. And Sugarfoots is like a Arlen institution, similar to uh, Lulies, Lubies, whichever, like, whatever they call it in the show. Uh, he's like, oh, I didn't even know that you owned this. So Buck is like trying to get rid of all of his assets. And he's like, yeah, yeah, but you know, you, you have to give it back to me once the divorce is over. And of course, <laughs> Hank is like, well, yes, of course, obviously. Yes, I know. I would have been like, bye. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no way. And that's kind of what like, like, uh, Buck doesn't need to worry about Hank at all, but he, I don't think he took into account Peggy, who <laughs> not only is a notary public, 
and notarized this like coaster contract that Buck wrote up really quickly. But as soon as she notarizes it, she's just like, you are officially the owner of Sugarfoot's Hank. And as your wife, I get half of everything that you have. So I own half of Sugar Sugar Puss. (laughs) Sugarfoot's. And she is not necessarily, I mean, she like immediately is just like, this is mine and I'm going to make it my own. And and I'm going to put carpet in, in a restaurant because that's a good idea. She just (laughs) destroys it instantly. (laughs) I love, I love Peggy's storyline, how she is, oh my God, she is, I love it. It's so funny. She's so bad at owning a restaurant. She's so bad at it. She's so bad at it. And now shortly after uh, Buck unloads all of his assets, he is gone. He's kicked out of sugar, or no, he's kicked out of Strickland. The, the Strickland in Strickland Propane stands for Ms. Liz. Mm-hmm. So she is now the boss and owner of Strickland Propane. So Buck is, he's kicked out of his home. He's kicked out of his business. He doesn't have sugar foots. He is living at Debbie's apartment with um, her roommate, Gail. He's got a <laughs> gun, a saddle, and like a shoebox of cash. <laughs> all he's got that's all he's got to his name uh and rightfully so miss liz is now owner operator strickland propane first thing she does demote debbie to tank wipe oh yeah i can't believe she even keeps her on that well first of all that second of all i can't believe debbie wasn't like peace the fuck out i don't want to work with you i'm terrified of you now i'd be so scared I mean, she can't possibly have a passion for propane. I'm sure it was just an easy job where she got to bang her boss and do a- nothing. Absolutely. That's exactly what it's all about. But she's sticking it out. She's she's going to polish knobs, doorknobs, which is hilarious. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, Not much has changed, I guess. <laughs> Later that night, Hank goes over. He visited, He visits Buck and... Kind of just, again, goes over what little Buck has and, you know, just kind of checking in on him and seeing how he's doing. And he seems to be, you know, pretty bummed out, but whatever. Buck will be fine. The next day, Hank goes into work and Miss Liz, you know, in an, in an effort to win Hank over, promotes him to manager. Mm-hmm. Promotes him to manager and also gives him this beautiful monogrammed lighter as a gift. She's taking him out to lunch at this fancy little place uh and says you know i i need you on my team you're you know you know how to run this business and uh, you know here's here's a beautiful hrh h h h rutherford yeah <laughs> jesus <laughs> hank rutherford hill <laughs> here's a beautiful lighter for you please be my manager and he's you know hank's like okay great later that night he gets a phone call an emergency a propane emergency from Miss Liz. And he rushes over to the house and he's greeted by an also smoking hot Miss Liz. Oh yeah. Who's in got a another smoke show. Got another smoke show. She's in like this kimono ro- robe thing. Mm-hmm. Uh her hair's up like in chopsticks, right? Like like up in a messy bun with chopsticks that you can like just like messily tousled. I feel like it was yeah. on it reminds me a lot of that one Madonna music video where she has black hair, and I think there might be some uh, appropriation of like Japanese yeah. culture. But um, yeah. but 
that's what comes to mind looking at Miss Liz. And she is a she is a smoke show, even though there might be some appropriation going on. Definitely. Definitely. So Hank's a little bit like, okay, but he goes into the where the hot tub is at, the jacuzzi bath, really, is what it is. And there's candles everywhere. It is sexy and romantic, and it probably smells really good in there. And he's kind of looking at the tank. He's like, I don't really see any issue. And then he turns around to talk to Miss Liz, and she's just like coming on to him super hard. She's mm-hmm. trying to get him to drink some champagne. And all of a sudden, she just takes her hair down and drops her robe. She is butt ass naked. Woo. Full on, full frontal for Hank. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's horrified. He's terrified. He just screams. And I think she, she either pushes him into the tub or he falls into it. But poor guy, he's like in the tub spluttering, ah, freaking out, trying oh, to run it, away. It's terrifying. I mean, here's this lady who, first of all, it's a fake propane emergency, which probably right. would have like knocked him off his feet anyway. Right. But then there's <laughs> a naked woman. It's Strick Buckland's wife who's naked. She's coming onto him and she straight up is like, I want to make soup with you in this jacuzzi. Oh, God. Poor Hank. How many times does Hank have to be sexually assaulted? And this isn't even the last time. There's several more times. I know. He assaulted. He is horribly mistreated by Buck, but Miss Liz is really no better. No, not at all. She completely objectifies him in this situation for her own gain because she wants to get back at Buck. And mm-hmm. she she tricks him into coming over. Mm-hmm. And then poor guy freaks out. He falls into a tub. So he's like getting soap in his mouth and he's spluttering and he's slipping, sliding all over the place, trying to run away. And then he has to go into work the next day and see her. Yeah. And she acts like she's so sorry. But then like, what, tells people that maybe they made soup? So first of all, Apparently, the people know, like everybody knows somehow, because uh, like Joe Jack makes some sort of comment or whatever, and they're like, oh, hey, Hank. And when he goes You're in the to new talk Debbie. to Miss Liz. Oh, s- sorry, right. I jumped ahead. No, I mean, but yeah, that does happen. But then he, you know, he goes in to talk to her. Oh, poor guy. He has to confront <laughs> this assaulter. And she's just like, I'm so sorry. I'm so embarrassed. But I needed like a leg up on Buck. Or, and he was just like, oh. Uh, what? No, that's not okay. And then she's just like, oh, you know, here's, uh, but but here's your new manager's uniform. And it's like booty shorts and hot knee-high socks. Just little hot pants. Yeah. Just like the sexiest little shorts that she could give Hank. And the poor, the poor guy puts them on. Hank. Like he's a little Von Trapp child. <laughs> With a beer gut. Yeah, (laughs) just skipping through like the mountains of Austria. No, no, poor guy. So he comes out and everybody laughs at him. And like, I think Joe Jack smacks him on the ass and is like, you're the new Debbie, Debbie. (laughs) Debbie. Debbie. So poor Hank, he's just being humiliated and he doesn't know what to do. He's freaked out because now, you know, Miss he's in the middle of Miss Liz and Buck, uh, their divorce. Miss Liz has come on to him. He's trying to be supportive to Buck. So poor guy, he's stressed as shit. And he starts smoking again. You know, he's smoking cigarettes. He used to smoke all the time. You remember that very, very sensual 
flashback that we saw of Hank and Peggy in their early days, smoking cigs, banging on the uh, lawn of Tom Landry high, or high school. I don't know. Can't remember. Anyway. If there was ever a trigger for a relapse, this is a perfect one. I would Absolutely. I would. I wanted to start smoking just watching this. Uh, exactly. So Hank starts smoking again. He's all stressed out after this interaction at work. And he goes to the convenience, he goes to a convenience store and grabs some more cigarettes. And mm. when he comes back out, who's in his truck? Who is practically nude in his truck? Debbie Grund. She's, again, smoke show. She's only wearing her bra and panties. Just, just underwear in a just underwear lot. These, I mean, these, these women just undresses immediately in front of this guy. Miss Liz does. She just takes her robe off. She's butt ass naked. Now Debbie is just completely practically nude in her bra and underwear. The, the stones. I, <laughs> unless all of the lights are off, like, come on. <laughs> She's in black lingerie, just like the tiniest black underwear, black bra and sneakers. The most sneakers, bold look. Keds. 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 Uh. <laughs> bold. Like, it's like, I'm trying to be sexy, but, you know, I'm not going to put heels on in case I have to chase you. <laughs> and, and she pretty much does. Mm-hmm. So poor Hank, he's like, oh, fuck. Oh, no. And he's just like, what are you doing? No, I do not consent to this. Yeah. Poor guy. And he, you know, he's, he's trying to run away from her she's like i was he said you're sleeping with buck and she goes no i was sleeping with my boss and Mm. you're my boss so Mm -hmm. let's do it Mm. and so hank is like he gets out of the car he runs around she chases him he gets back in and locks the doors and she's just pissed she is Mm. so mad and she's like nobody rejects debbie grund (laughs) i just did (laughs) i know Oh, Hank. <laughs> he looks so scared. Well, I just did. <laughs> I know. Oh, I love it. A little, just a little bit of like, fuck you, even though he's terrified. <laughs> he's terrified. <laughs> then, then after all of this, he comes home and who's sitting in the chair in the living room with a shotgun? A shotgun in, in his house. <laughs> in his own home. He walks in, turns on the light, and there's Buck Strickland. With a fucking shotgun. I would be so scared. He, he's sitting there in the dark with a shotgun. My first thought would be, my wife and child are dead. Okay. Exactly. So, Hank, <laughs> instead of, like, running away, is just like, uh, hey, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, Buck has heard all about how, apparently, Miss Liz has told him that <gasps> he yeah. and she made soup which is just one of the most disgusting things the most <laughs> disgusting way to describe fucking in my entire life i i because all i can think of is clam chowder oh i, I know. love clam chowder oh you would my god it's oh. so good you don't like Brr. clam chowder no i don't like clam chowder you chowder oh. head i don't like it <laughs> <laughs> you're missing out it's good Ugh, I don't know. But about I certainly that, but. don't want to make it <laughs> by fornicating. <laughs> but I don't want clam chowder in my underwear. Thank you. Yeah, or my jacuzzi. Or my jacuzzi tub. You know, you know how gunky that'll get. Good lord. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Hank is like, whoa, 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 hold on. We did not 
have sex. We did not hook up. Nothing like that happened. I, you know, you know, I have one mistress and that is propane and Peggy understands. She has an understanding with me about that. <laughs> and I love it. Uh, Buck is like, I, I know, I, I know you don't have sex. I and he was like, <laughs> and he's like, well, well, I, I love that whole part. I have one mistress. I have only, I've only had one mistress and her name is propane. Peggy and I have an understanding about that. And Buck, I mean, he must have been sitting there for hours with that shotgun. Yeah. But then he's immediately like, oh, Hank, I believe you. I know you don't have sex. <laughs> <laughs> Hank's just like, well, no. I know. He's like, well, that's not entirely accurate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. Oh, God. And I know he must have been sitting there for hours, but then he probably saw Hank and was like, never mind. I know this guy has never fucked anyone besides Peggy. <laughs> yeah, just just him saying Peggy, uh, one mistress, her name is Propane Peggy, and I have an understanding about that. Like, that's just immediately, immediately disarms Buck. He's just like, oh, God, you are no competition of mine. <laughs> no, definitely not. Definitely not. <laughs> all right. But in that moment, Buck breaks down. He's like, I just, I had it all. I had money and i had a wife to mother me oh you know and like a woman a mistress to suck me Ugh. and it just you know and hank's just like oh god he's like and i just want my money and my wife back it's like oh god you pathetic bitch all right <laughs> I, I do love that line he's like i had it all hank i had a good wife to mother me i had a pretty young girlfriend i was living like a frenchman <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so good. I love all the shots they take at the French. (laughs) It's such a, it's such a Texas, like Southern thing to do. (laughs) Oh yeah. So, you know, Hank, the next day he's like, all right, we got to end this. This is too much. I'm getting assaulted left and right. I'm having shotguns (laughs) like pointed at me. I've got people in my car, half naked. I've been shoved into a jacuzzi and clam chowder poured all over. I can't do this. So... (laughs) So Hank arranges for, like, Buck and Miss Liz to arrive at Sugarfoot's, like, at the same time. But he doesn't, you know, he kind of does it in secret so they don't know. Because they would never agree to meet each other without, if they knew beforehand. Right. However, you know, in the, in the middle of this happening, uh, Debbie calls Hank. And she pretends, she's, at first she's, like, this putting on this little old lady voice. She's like, tell Peggy that Hank slept with Debbie. (laughs) Oh, and Hank is just like, what? Who is this? She's like, it's Debbie and I'm going to get you. And he's like, put that old lady back on the phone. Maybe she'll talk some sense into you. (laughs) Hank, Hank. Oh, poor sweet Hank. So, you know, finally he thinks quickly and he's like, look, wait, 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 wait. I will, you know, he stalls Debbie by saying like, okay, I'll meet you and, you know, we'll, we'll do it. (laughs) Yes, we are going to do it. (laughs) God. So he just kind of like, just to stall Debbie from, you know, I don't know what, like going to see Peggy at Sugarfoot's to say that they slept together to like disrupt. Buck and Liz getting back together, all of that stuff. So, so Hank rushes to Sugarfoot's to talk to Peggy before Debbie can, and to kind of like facilitate this meeting between Buck and Liz. As he enters, Buck and Liz arrive at the same time, and 
they managed to just like kind of reconcile over the sheer horror of what Peggy has done to Sugarfoot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They're just like, what the fuck happened to this place? Sugarfoot's like previously was one of those like real like I feel like authentic barbecue places where there's sawdust on the floor and just mm-hmm. like wooden tables with benches and it's like a yeah. little bit grimy, but that's how you know that it's like gonna be good barbecue. And then mm-hmm. they walk in and I mean just the fact that there's carpet is crazy enough, oh. but then she has a little train set up going around <laughs> the ceiling with her face on it. <laughs> just a, and, a, and a wagging finger, no substitutions. <laughs> because that's what everybody loves in a restaurant, not being able to customize what you eat. Yeah. <laughs> so they, they reconcile, you know, they even say, oh my God, the horseshoe is gone. And, we got that on our honeymoon, and Kath is like, what happened to Sugarfoot? Sugarfoot. <laughs> <laughs> and Buck's like, oh, what? You haven't called me Sugarfoot in years. And that's when they, like, get really horny and do it. Oh, yeah. So Buck and Liz have reconciled. Woo! Hank's like, hello, great. Mm-hmm. Then he remembers, oh, fuck, Debbie. She's on her way over here. Oh, my God. So She's going to destroy rushes. my marriage. He's going to destroy my marriage just like she tried to with Buck and Liz. So he rushes over to the singles complex, rushes to her apartment. And when he gets there, she's not there. So he's waiting around trying to like, you know, wait for Debbie to come back. But it turns out that Debbie's never going to come back. (laughs) She'll never come back to that apartment again. Oh, my God. All of a sudden, we're back at Sugarfoot's and we hear, pow! Oh, my God. (laughs) A shotgun. Blasting in the distance. And what does Peggy do? Like a dumb, dumb idiot. Goes outside to investigate. She goes out and she looks in the dumpster. And what (gasps) does she see? A dead Debbie. Damn Debbie. Dead Debbie. She's dead, dead, done. Done, dead, Debbie, done. Dumpster. (laughs) Dumpster Debbie, done. Poor thing. What What a horrible way to be found. Oh my god. And that's the episode. <laughs> oh, that was wicked, Doc. I know. I'm ooh, I'm sweaty. Hello. I forgot yeah. how unsatisfying a cliffhanger is. I know it's infuriating. All right, Jackie. Mm-hmm. Give it. Sock it to me. Tell me. Tell me everything you're thinking, feeling, experiencing. What do you think about this episode? Okay. Well. One of the first thoughts I had that I wrote down watching this episode was, I wish that Will would call me Ms. Jack. Ooh, with the Z, M-I-Z? Ms. It works better I with Ms. Like Liz, but. Ms. Jack. He calls his wife Ms. Ms. Liz. I like it too. I like it too. It, it's, a, it's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. There's it's something uh, powerful about it. It would be weird if he called me Miss all the time, but. <laughs> Ew, well, I, see, what, I feel like the Z is what makes all Ms. the difference. Miss. Yeah. Kind of like how I like, I like being called ma'am, especially right. by older men. Um, right. I mentioned it before, but I love Peggy's storyline. Um, <laughs> I know. I, I didn't talk about it at all because the one with Hank is so all-encompassing, but it is so good. It, it, there's so much going on, so much, into, I, Hank's storyline has a lot of funny moments, but there is so much intense stuff 
it's really nice to have this whole other separate storyline that's just funny. Yeah. And um and I do I know I've mentioned it before, but I love most of the uh B plots that focus on Peggy are just some of my favorite ones cuz she yeah. is so ridiculous sometimes. It's so <laughs> funny. She's so confident yeah. all the time <laughs> in in the worst ideas. Yeah, she just this is clearly Buck handing over uh this restaurant just so he doesn't lose it in his divorce but right she just does not see it that way at, at all this is what like this is this belongs to uh her and Hank and it's half hers and she immediately goes in there and starts making all of these changes um she even comes up with a suggestion box for all the employees first of all she goes in introduces herself and tells them like all the employees she's like I just want you to know that you are no longer employees here. And they all turn around and look at her like, right. the fuck? And she's like, you are team members or teammates <laughs> or something. It's just Ugh. like, oh, you're going to be one of those managers. Oh, gross. Uh, and then she has like a meeting with everyone where she has a suggestion box. And she's like, this is where you can like, if you have any ideas for the restaurant, you could put your suggestions in here. Let's go ahead and read a few. And she reads a couple and somebody points out, you know, there's no hole in the top of that suggestion <laughs> box. And so it's clearly just stuff that she wants to change. And she's yes. using this fake suggestion box. I only have like one more thing I wrote down for Peggy's storyline. But right before she discovers Debbie, she's at the restaurant mm. and she's <laughs> making her own homemade barbecue sauce, which is just <sighs> ketchup and mayo mixed together. <laughs> which is Thousand Island dressing. A, thank you. I wrote that down. I was like, this is just <laughs> Thousand Island dressing. <laughs> Imagine putting ah! Thousand Island on your barbecue. Oh, gross. <laughs> She's nuts. She's just mixing these giant vats of mayo and ketchup when she hears like the gunshot. <laughs> She's right, nuts. And, and- and again, so confident. She's like, oh, they are just going to love my new barbecue sauce. Like, it's crazy. Nobody's going to love it. <laughs> I wonder if this is some kind At first, I was just like, you live in Texas. So you should know better. But I wonder if this is some kind of Montana thing, if they're notorious for their terrible barbecue, which right. I'm going to assume now, and I'm not going to research it at all. So Montanans, you're on notice. Right. Apologize for your terrible barbecue sauce. Yes. That's just Thousand Islands. Just Thousand Island. Put it on a Reuben, but don't put it on my pulled pork. Thank you. When Hank uh, first goes to see, I forget exactly why he goes to see Buck, but Buck has to stay at Debbie's apartment uh, because he's (laughs) been kicked out of his house. And Hank goes to see him and he realizes that Debbie's apartment is right next to, just happens to be right next to Sugarfoot's. And Hank says, you know, Debbie's place is right next to Sugarfoot's. That's quite a coincidence. And Buck is just like, it's no coincidence. I like to eat. I like to hump. And I don't like to drive. So I (laughs) built Sugarfoot's right next to the singles complex. (laughs) (laughs) If there is not a more relatable line in the entire series than that, I don't know what it is. I like to eat. I like to hump. And I don't Don't like to drive. drive. (laughs) Put that on my tombstone. (laughs) (laughs) 110% Buck, I agree. (laughs) (laughs) I love that line. Oh, um, then uh, the next quote I wrote down is, uh, it's during a conversation between Hank and Ms. Liz. And Mm -hmm. 
she's saying to Hank, I can forgive my husband's benders and the profanity and his inappropriate comfort with all aspects of the human body. (laughs) But it's the women, Hank. My purse of forgiveness is finally empty. And Hank says, please don't make me choose sides. Mr. Strickland's been very good to me and I've worked for him and I've worked for him as long as he's been cheating on you. (laughs) I would guarantee that Buck has been cheating on Miss Liz for longer than that, Hank. (laughs) Before he was even born, I'm sure. I don't know. I guess I don't know how long they've been married, but yeah. (laughs) Oh, I know. I love that line. God. Man, I thought I had more quotes, but I think I got a lot of them in in mm-hmm. the retelling, and then other ones I have are for the next episode. So oh. I think I've pretty much run through all of them except for one quote by a guy that works at Sugarfoot's named Elvin. And uh, he seems to be just like a little bit stupid, and he's like just some ginger boy working at Sugarfoot's. and. Uh, Peggy, it's during her suggestion box charade meeting. Mm-hmm. And she's just talking about, you know, we can like what where they can uh take Sugarfoots. They can like she has all these ideas and she has this vision for the restaurant. And she's saying that uh, you know what people like more than uh individuality is predictability or or something like that. <laughs> if we just like try not to do anything unique or special and just really make it predictable, like we could like, I don't know, I think she's like getting at like, we could like have chains of this and everything. And she even right. references uh, uh, Wendy's founder, what's his name? Um, Dave Thomas. Dave Thomas. Yeah. And uh, during this speech that like ginger boy Elvin is just like, he's making all these funny comments, but I wrote down this one quote by him. He just says, I like them square hamburgers. (laughs) That's such a good impression. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, but that's, those are about all the quotes I wrote down. It looks like. Very good. Very good. Well done. What about you, Amy? Well, I've got a, I got a couple, but again, I also got uh, quite a few out, and you mentioned some of my favorite ones. But man, those birds are popping off. I love it. I love it because I, I've got crazy birds too here. I love it. Okay, okay. <clears throat> when a girl I work with uh, told me that every time you see a bird, you're supposed to make three wishes, and I was just like, Jesus. I'm <laughs> I don't have time to make that many wishes. There's so many birds here. I know. Oh, my God. Uh, when Amy first moved up here, I think you were saying, like, the amount of chirping has been overwhelming. Yeah. I was like, these birds are losing their minds. But I love it. I, I mean, they sound lovely. But lovely. shut the fuck up every once in a while. I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, that's the, that's the thing about Durham is that uh, I've heard people describe it as a city in a forest because there's just so many trees. Mm-hmm. And so I guess that makes sense that there are a lot of birds. A lot of birds. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Go on with your quotes. Yes. So, again, I don't have a whole lot besides the ones that we've already said. But uh, Hank's trying to, like, plow through his speech. And the S is for Strickland. The S da, 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 da. And he starts to say, okay, now where was I? And I think it's Thatherden. He goes, D for done. <laughs> like, I thought he said D for, D for dumbass. No, no, he says done. Like, you're done. Get out of here. Oh. 
Because Miss Miss Strickland says, Jackass! Oh. Very good. Getting confused, Jackie. It's understandable. It's these your birds. <laughs> it's the birds. <laughs> I can't think straight. <laughs> I didn't realize that was Thatherton, though. <laughs> I, I think it was Thatherton. I'm just making it. But it, it makes me laugh because it makes me think of when I was younger. My grandma was like super evangelical, whatever. And yeah, she was mom. starting to, my mama, and she was starting to lose her mind. And <laughs> truly, I mean, she had dementia, Alzheimer's, all of it. So yeah. she was losing it. Yeah. And we were having to do this prayer thing before my sisters left to go to, I think, move to Gainesville. And we're all sitting around the table and mama is going on and on with this prayer. And she's just like, and bless the birds and the trees and just going on. And finally, my grandpa just goes, Amen. <laughs> Jesus, Nan, come on. <laughs> I don't know why, but that's just the D for done. We're over yeah. this. Stop. Nobody cares anymore. <laughs> Your moment is ruined. Just get off the stage. You're done. You don't stand up there. I mean, just go home. <laughs> uh, let's see. I loved, uh, I, I'm hoping that you saw, you looked up who the, um, the voice actor was for the lawyer for Miss Liz. Maybe not. Maybe I need to look it up. But whoever it is, what a great voice. But when he comes into Sugarfoots and he sees Debbie, he was just like, aren't you pretty? I can see how you'd make a weak man stupid. (laughs) (laughs) What a good dig at Buck. I loved it. Oh, I did look (laughs) that up. I know. I can't remember. I looked it up weeks ago. Loved, Loved that lawyer. He's... I want that lawyer on my side. He is- and his name is Jewel, right? Jewel, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. I love it. God, um, a really good know. little Dale moment uh, where Hank is like, "Give me one of those cigarettes," and and Dale just goes, "I thought you quit because cigarettes cause death. <laughs> they do, you know. So pace yourself. <laughs> yeah, they do, you know. <laughs> uh, oh, they cause death. <laughs> He's like, well. You know, they do, so. <laughs> uh, and then really the only last one, and I mentioned it even briefly, but like when Hank ends up having, oh, oh, I got, okay, I got a little something here. All right, so in this episode, we see Hank, he, when he's talking to P- Debbie on the phone, and he says, yes, we are going to do it. And, and Peggy's like, or, and Debbie is like, ooh, I love it when you talk dirty to me. <laughs> And Hank hangs up the phone. He's like, oh, God, I just had phone sex. (laughs) So I as I was watching that episode, I posted a poll on our Instagram because I'm just I was curious to see how many people have had phone sex. And I'm going to go ahead and read the poll results, which I already know what you answered, Jackie, because I saw that. (laughs) I don't even remember answering that. You sure did. And you said, yes, you dirty little minx. No, I didn't. <laughs> yes, you did. That's okay. I said yes, too. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I know it was weird. <laughs> and not at all satisfying. It's always a little awkward. Yeah. But sometimes you get into it. I don't know. So in, uh, in the poll on whether or not you've had phone sex, 58% said, oh, yeah, baby. 
58% said, oh, yeah, baby. And 42% said, oh, no, baby. Now. Okay. But I do want to tell you about one of the messages we got because it made me laugh really hard. Ooh. So let me find it. So with that poll, somebody sent us a message, and I'm not going to read your name out just because, you know, I said that I wouldn't. I said I wouldn't, even though it's not about you. But what they said is, I once picked up the phone to call the homework hotline and heard my mom having phone sex with my dad who was at work. (laughs) I love it. And then they said, kids these days will never understand landline telephones. Landlines. (laughs) I love it. First of all, good for your parents. I love it. Yeah, I'm so sorry you had to hear that. Good for them. At work? I'm sorry. You have nothing else to do? Look, sometimes sometimes when you get a bone, you get a bone. It doesn't really matter. That's right. (laughs) Although I wonder, like, back in the day, how do you even, like, you could text someone and be like, Hey, babe, I'm horny. Here's <laughs> Give a me picture a call. of how horny I am. Yeah, here, look at my rock hard junk in my pants, which is always a hot picture. But <laughs> I can't imagine what their parents are involved in now that they have all this new technology. Ooh, why don't you think about that? Think about it. <laughs> why don't you think about it? <laughs> but I just love it. Like, good for you keeping the keeping the spark alive. But the homework hotline? <laughs> <laughs> we should call the homework hotline. Is that even still a thing? God, it's got to be. It's probably a chat. It's probably filthy now. <laughs> Call the homework hotline <laughs> and find out what six plus nine equals. <laughs> Stupid. Sorry, that was dumb. <laughs> anyway, okay. And those are my uh, the end of my notes. <laughs> well, we did have a few guest stars. So I'm glad you uh, mentioned the lawyer, Mr. Jewel, whatever his name was. And that person was voiced by our good friend, Mr. Phil Hendry, who we may recall played Coach Sowers in uh, Three Coaches and a Bobby. The range. Mm Mm-hmm. My goodness. Oh, yes. Um, we also have four guest stars. I don't know. I don't know if we even can count David Herman as a guest star, but I love mention because he's in so many episodes, but mm-hmm. I love mentioning him when he does pop up because he always does such a great job. I mean, especially after Gilbert, uh, I'm in awe of right. David Herman. Right. But yeah. uh, David Herman plays the voice of Gail, mm-hmm. Debbie's roommate. Then we have. For the voice of Debbie, who we normally never hear speak at all, we have Reese Witherspoon. In her best role ever. Best <laughs> role ever. Le- legally blonde slaps, but mm-hmm. yeah. Yes. And then uh, for the voice of Ms. Liz, we have Kathleen Turner. What a, what a babe. And that voice for Ms. Liz? Love it. Oh, she's... And it's crazy. She's always had that voice. I was just watching... What was I watching recently? Uh, she was in that movie, I think, Peggy Sue Gets Married. And that came mm-hmm. out in 86. And I don't, I mean, like, I don't think she was a teenager back then or anything, but she certainly wasn't like, you know, an, a, a woman of a certain age. 
or anything, right. but she still had that husky, sexy voice. She was playing like a high school student, and she's still <laughs> like hearing hearing that voice come out of a high school student was just like wild. Yeah, like that sexy pack a day voice. Pack a day. Yeah, like, like so, oh, I smoke a pack a day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's deep and sensual, but like real nice. Yeah, it's just like that, except without all the coughing. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, uh, some a good guest star episode. Indeed, indeed. All right, are we ready to get into listener comments? We are, and these are from March 11th. Hey! <laughs> That's how long ago we were planning this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jackie, now that we've both said our piece, mm-hmm. it's time to get into listener comments. Hey. And we have a listener comment song. And you know who it's from? Julian. That's right. Finally. Julian. Finally, Julian sent us the email with the songs, so I'm going to go ahead and play one. And also, very happy belated birthday, Julian. Damn, Julian. The patience of a saint. So here we go. Are you ready? Yes. All right. What you listening to, son? I don't think you like it. Well, why not? I like this new generation of music. Oh, Bobby Hill is in the house. What you got there, old top? The penis? Oh, so much better than jock straps. Bobby, spit it out! Spit it out! Yeah! Yeah! Bobby! Gringo! Bobby! Gringo! Bobby! Gringo! sounds where did you record this i bought it at the mall (laughs) (laughs) that was awesome i was worried i was worried that there was going to be some like rapping i I definitely thought you were gonna rap julian and i was like oh no (laughs) that was wonderful bye (laughs) gringo wasn't there a bunch of gringos in there <laughs> yeah, yeah, there were. Well done, Julian. Thank you, Julian. Good job. <laughs> All right, let's get into some listener. All right. Uh the first comment uh, I'd like to highlight is by Nurse in Embers, and it says Debbie had no chance at seducing Hank when Peggy Platter sits on his face every knit. Oh, <laughs> Naughty and naughty Naughty. and a spelling error. I love it. They probably (laughs) ran out of space, but that's an awesome comment. The real Slim Sadie 420. Soup is good food, but keep your spoon in your own bowl. (laughs) (laughs) Look who the fuck is talking, Buck, by the way. I saw the exact same quote by Enchanted underscore ways. Soup is good food, Hank, but keep your spoon in your own bowl. Oh. Okay, I see two comments. Um 
One by Liebergart and one by Delarius. And Liebergart says, D is for done. And then Delarius says, D is for dumb. Oh, we've got a little bit of a mysterious thing, although I know I'm right. So just <laughs> FYI. Did you say done or dumb? Done. I know it. Okay, then I'm, I'll be team dumb. <laughs> and let us know. Wes Archer, please call in and let us know. Wes, help! <laughs> help us. <laughs> uh, let's see. Right next to each other, we got right dude here and the real Slim Sadie 420. The I stands for jackass! <laughs> M. Mazias says, my favorite doubleheader, the shorts, the weed, the mystery. Mwah! Well, Johnny underscore pizza says this mystery two-parter is better than who shot Mr. Burns, which I think is such an interesting comment because when I was uh, just kind of doing just some general research for this episode, usually there's some random Reddit discussion or two, and I stumbled upon a couple and more than one person uh, referenced The Simpsons and just said, you know, this is a mystery, a murder mystery worthy of, you know, a Simpsons episode, which I, I just thought was such a, a cool, a cool, uh, comment insight. Well, you know, it's funny because I never even really think of it as a, as a murder mystery only because I've only ever seen it one right after the other. Mm -hmm. So it was a cliffhanger back then, but now I just see it right after each other but it's true and like good for them to have this murder mystery episode how fun is that i know i'm trying to think back that's such a great point i'm trying to think back like when i first watched this did i who did i think killed debbie like uh the the show doesn't really seem to be i mean hank is possibly getting framed and and you can't spend too much time thinking too much about it because hank has this whole other thing going on of uh trying to not have his marriage destroyed and and then mm -hmm. in the next episode that whole thing with marijuana and everything uh, mm -hmm. but i'm trying to think like if i had any if i suspected anyone it, it, there's no real clear suspect but of course not not yet yeah because it's right at the very end that true. we find out that debbie is is dead that's right all right i got another one from uh the real slim sadie 420 God dang it, Miss Liz, let go my egos. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> and then uh, her attorney, Jewel, is like, I'm sorry you had to hear that, Miss Liz. <laughs> Delarius says, you know that box would work better if you cut a hole in the top. <laughs> <laughs> Delarius also says, when Miss Liz calls it soup, my asshole closes. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> soup. Thunder Muffin just put an emoji of soup. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> yes. Blade E GTB just says, Hanky Panky. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Very good. That is panky the episode. Panky Panky. <laughs> panky That's it. Your favorite. What's your favorite quote or moment from Hanky Panky? It's Hanky Panky. Well, I think this will be my last one, and it's by our girl Mozzie underscore C137. 
And it's a quote, I'm pretty sure, by Joe Jack. And it just says, <coughs> boy toy. <coughs> <laughs> My last one is by Zach Valentine 17. We are going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank Well, thank you, everyone. Thank you all very much. Well done. Excellent listener comments. Jackie, are you ready for some trivia? I am. Oh, I don't think you are. Yes, I am. <laughs> no, you're not. Yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> then bring get ta. Okay. Okay. Amy. Amy. Yes. Yeah. Amy. Oh. <laughs> yes. What building and apartment number does Debbie live in? That is literally the exact same thing that I have for a trivia question. On the so, count of three. One, two, three. Building, building 25, 25 apartment, apartment 318 D. D. <laughs> D for dick. That's right. <laughs> All right. All right. So good job, us. <laughs> yes. Uh, and... Uh, you go next. Okay. What does the T in Strickland stand for? Mm. Taint. <laughs> I'm sorry. We were looking for trust. Trust. Okay. Which is just a bullfade li- bold-faced lie. <laughs> yeah. Hank is such a little baby. I know. All right, and my last one, which I'm going to pull out of my butt right now. (laughs) Amy. Yes. What was the date that this episode came out? Oh, (laughs) I don't think I even said that. February 6, 2000. Uh... Hold on. Yes, thank you. Correct. Good job, me. She doesn't even know. She doesn't even know. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's February 6th, 2000. <laughs> so don't you look dumb. <laughs> Just kidding. You got it right. You got them both right. Two points for you. <laughs> All right. I got one last one for you. Great. What brand of jeans did Hank sell to Buck? Levi Strauss. Jordash, you jackass. Damn. <laughs> All right. Now people have to start sending me trivia questions because I'm getting That's... my ass kicked. <laughs> no, please don't. <laughs> don't. All right, Amy. And do you know what the next episode is? <laughs> I do because I said it the first time. High, High anxiety. anxiety. Yay. That's right. Well. Should we just go ahead and get into that, end this, and get into that since we want to figure out what ha- the hell happened to Debbie? I know. Who, who, who done it? Let's get into this who done it. I'm who so tired. Who done killed Debbie dead in a dumpster dead, Debbie? <laughs> Perfect. Okay, goodbye. All right, everybody, listen. Follow us at Pod on Twitter, Instagram. On our Facebook, we got a Facebook page, Ho Yeah Podcast, King of the Hill uh, group. We have a, uh, you know, email us, hello at hoyapod.com. If you want to send us a listener comment song, please, please do. 
Mm-hmm. Um, you can even call us and leave a listener comment song on our voicemail or just a general message. Again, please send us any gossip you might have. I'd love to talk shit about someone we don't know. Our number is 386-530-3876. Well done. Well done. Uh, yeah, do that and also join our Patreon because we've got a lot of stuff on there. We have a whole fan fiction that we read. It was very sensual. It was very sexy. Oh. Um, we got a we got the stamp of approval from Wes Archer on it. So that means that. And that guy knows sexy. So please go ahead and listen to it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, everybody. We love you. And we will see you next week. And until next time. <gasps> via Condios. <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.